0: or take our text this evening from 2nd Kings chapter 5 verse 11 we'll look at three words behold I thought this 5th chapter of 2nd Kings begins with the account of Naaman verse 1 says now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor and he was a leper. We see here that Naaman was a captain of the king's army, it says he was great and honorable a mighty man of valor. He was a good warrior, but he had a problem. And that problem was he had leprosy. As you look at this account tonight, um, so I th- looked at this and thought about it, I, I, we can just see here uh, God's faithfulness, God's patience, his mercy and grace and love to Naaman. God went above and beyond for him. He really did as we look at this account tonight. We won't read this whole account, but there's a little maid that was taken captive. She uh, waited on Naaman's wife, so she knew Naaman. She lived in the home with them she knew what he did she knew that he had leprosy and verse 3 says and she said unto her mistress will God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria for he would recover him of his leprosy this young girl was taken from her family and from her friends, she was in a foreign land, but she still loved the Lord. She had uh, experienced somewhere in her young life uh, that God answers prayer. She no doubt prayed at different times. She saw others pray and saw the Lord answered prayer. She had experienced somewhere about God's healing power, knew that God would heal the sick, didn't make any difference how serious the affliction was. Uh, she had faith to believe that if, if Naaman could just get to uh, Elisha, that, uh, that he'd be healed of his leprosy. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, Naaman, he uh, he wanted to be healed of his leprosy. He, he didn't like it. It, it was an infliction on his body. Uh, it no doubt restricted him uh, in some areas. There's different forms of leprosy, so uh, it appears here that he was able to be around other people. Uh, He was in the king's army, so he had soldiers, uh, under him. But he wanted to be healed. As well as him wanting to be healed, we could say that his wife wanted him to be healed. And the little, this little girl, uh, she just believed that it would happen. If there's some way he could just get there, uh, he would be healed of that. Uh, the king, Wanted to see him healed. Uh, The king wrote a letter and and sent supplies and riches and things of this world that Elisha wasn't interested in at all. Uh, So the king wanted to see him healed. The people around him wanted to see him healed. Uh, He had a group of people. It doesn't say how many, but he did have a few people that went with him uh, when he went. Uh, to see Elisha. They all wanted to see him healed. But you know, if as you go from day to day and you come in contact with people, if you just ask each person you come in contact, do you want to go to heaven or hell, everyone's going to tell you they're going to want to go to heaven. I doubt that anybody would ever say they won't go to hell. I used to go to the county jail in Fort Smith, Arkansas. I used to like to ask the men that question. I say, "Raise your hand if you want to go to heaven." 100 percent. They all want to raise. They all raise their hands. They want to go to heaven. Well, you know, everybody wants to go to heaven, but but there's a price to pay to go to heaven. It's a cheap price. The benefits outweigh anything in comparison. But there is a price that needs to be paid. For Naaman to be healed, there is a price to be paid. And it wasn't what he thought. The text I read said, Behold, I thought. That was Naaman. See, Naaman... I mean, Scripture says he was a, a great man, a, a, a great uh, warrior. And he must have thought a lot of himself. So he had it all figured out how it was going to happen. Behold, I thought. But it didn't happen the way that he thought. We'll look at verse 9. It says so. Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot, and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And I like verse ten. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him. Elisha didn't even come out to see him. So that that must have been the first thing that surprised this great man, that he thought he was so great and mighty, and and. Everybody should look up to him, and so he came to see Elisha, and it says that uh, uh, Elisha sent a messenger unto him saying, "Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be healed." That was the price. Cheap, easy, not hard to do. Less than five minutes. How long would it take him to dip in the Jordan River seven times? Maybe two minutes? A few seconds? It wouldn't have taken very long. He wanted his healing. That was the price. Very easy for him to do. You would have thought he just would have ran right there and and done it and it would have been over with. But that's not the way the story goes. You know, if we, if we just, because we're not going to add to Scripture, but but the end of verse 10, when it says, and thou shalt be clean, if the next words just said, and he did it, it would change this whole story. But it isn't what it says. He didn't do it. Verse 11 says, But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought, he was sure surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. See, he had it all figured out how he was going to be healed. Had it all figured out what was going to take place He was prepared to give riches to Elisha. That's not the way the Lord works. You know, it says he went away wroth. We could say that he was mad, that he was upset. We could say there's a lot of pride on board. You know, pride keeps a person from coming to the Lord. You know, the other thing he wanted—he wanted an easier way. He—he wasn't looking for a humble way here. But see, the Lord knew what he needed. There's only one way to make heaven our home, and we all pay the same price—the price that you paid to get saved, same price price that I paid to get saved. We had to repent. We had to tell the Lord we were sorry. We had to ask the Lord to uh, forgive us for our sins. Ask Him to come in to our heart and make a difference in our lives. Told the Lord we'd serve Him the rest of our lives. Maybe a few different words, but basically, that was the price. We had to humble ourselves before the Lord. We had to surrender our lives to the Lord. And, and when we did, the Lord came in. It saved us. And we knew when it happened. Brother Eric just talked about the night he got saved. He knew when it happened. You knew when it happened. I knew when it happened. When the Lord came in and made a change in our lives. When the blood of Jesus was applied. And that's the only way. There's not another way. It's the same price for Everyone. Well, verse 12 here says, and then, now this is this is uh, Naaman trying to figure this out and right, rationalize with it. And, and, of course, he's looking for an easier way. He, he was already told all he had to do, dip in Jordan seven times and he would be healed. And now he, he's trying to find an easier way. Arnold Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel may I not wash in them and be clean so he turned and went away in a rage can you imagine can you imagine the pride that he had on board that pride that wouldn't let him just humble himself and go do what he was told to do so he could have what he wanted he wanted to be healed But pride was keeping him from that. Went away in a rage. You know, here again, the mercy of the Lord was extended to him. The Lord was so merciful to him. His servants, they wanted to see him healed. He was right there. They heard what the servant said. And so they reasoned with him. And, you know, if he was asked to do some great thing, you would have done it. He would have. That, that's that's where he was at. That's where his mind was at. That's where his heart was at. That he was just proud and didn't all humble himself. And and so he would have done some great thing. He had riches he would have given. But that's not the way. So they reasoned with him, and so they, they you would do that. So why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do it uh, and, and be healed? We, we came here for this purpose. Can we just imagine uh, the ones with him, They're reasoning with him? Somehow they got him calmed down. They got him to start listening to just common sense. Got him to just consider that he would just do that. He would be healed. Well, he did that. He humbled himself. He obeyed the requirement, the price. And he went and did that. And he was healed of his leprosy. Have you ever wondered why Naaman was told to dip seven times? I thought about that. Why seven times? What, what, what was the purpose? And of course, Scripture doesn't tell us. Have you ever wondered if, if he, after the first time he dipped and he came up out of the water, if he looked at the leprosy that he had to see if it was going away? Maybe after the second time, the third time, maybe each time? We don't know. Good chance he probably did. But you know, I, I just feel like at the same time the Lord was working on him. Because I think we can look at, look at Naaman and look at our own lives, how, how the Lord worked on us. And then the Lord would bring us along and he would talk to us and he would encourage us and he, he would extend mercy to us. Well, mercy has been extended to Naaman here also. But the Lord knows what stands between us and him. For a person to be saved, the Lord knows what it's going to take. For a person to receive their sanctification uh, or their baptism, the Lord knows what it's going to take. Uh, The Lord knows what uh, is there standing in the way that needs to be prayed through. Well, in Naaman's case, there might have been seven things that needed to be taken care of. The Lord knew what it was. Uh, Naaman might not even known uh, at first what all it was. But it might have been seven things that the Lord had to work on him. That needed to be taken care of, that had to be consecrated uh, before the Lord could heal him. So, 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 so here's some possibilities. M- maybe, uh, one of those dips was for the pride that he had on board. Maybe, maybe one was for the anger that he had. He, he, there was some anger there. He, he wasn't a happy man. He, he was upset says he went away in a rage. He laughed. So maybe one of those dips was for anger. Maybe one was for self. He had a lot of self on board. So maybe, maybe that was the first three dips that, that had to take place there. Then, then after those were taken care of, then, then the Lord could get his attention better. And then what, what about a dip for obedience? See, he, see he, had to, he had to obey what he was told. What, what about uh, one of the dips was a full surrender? He just had to get to that place that everything else was uh, taken care of. And he just, just a full surrender to the Lord. What about Faith. How about one of those dips was just, he just had to get that faith to believe. And what about the last dip just being, just believing? Just believing that, okay, this is it. This is the, this is the seventh time. I, I believe as I come up some way, I'm going to be healed. Well, whatever it was that, that went on in his mind or in his heart, Or whatever the Lord was working on him. We know the scriptures tell us. That the seventh time. He was healed. Whatever it was at the end. Through obedience. Surrender. Faith and believing. He was healed. So as I thought about this account. I thought well how can we apply it to our lives today. How can we apply this uh, account here to you and me tonight, the ones that are watching this service online? There's no doubt someone that is here or watching this service tonight isn't saved. If that's the case, we know you want to be saved because we know you want to go to heaven. So, what is it? What is it that's standing between you and getting saved? Is it pride? Is it self? Is it anger? You know what? You know what it is, and the Lord knows what it is. And the Lord is willing to work with you and have patience with you. To get you to the place where you'll pray and get saved. Jesus wants to save you. That's why he went to the cross. That you can be saved. And I believe this goes on the same for our deeper experiences. For sanctification and the baptism. The Lord works on us. The Lord shows us this needs to be taken care of. This needs to go out of your life. You, you need to do this. You need to make this thing right. Whatever it is, you know what it is. If you need your sanctification, you haven't received it yet, you know, you know what it is. Well Why not take care of it tonight? Just, just, just lay it before the Lord and just give it to him tonight. Uh, he wants to sanctify you tonight. The baptism's the same thing. What is it? What is standing between you and the Lord for you to receive your baptism tonight? Tuesday night. You can receive it in church on a Tuesday night. What is it? Is there something there? Does it just come down to just having the faith to believe it? That can happen too. You get to that place where you've consecrated everything to the Lord. You don't know what else to do. Then you just start praising the Lord. We heard about that tonight. Just start thanking the Lord for what He's done for you. And it, it'll just build your faith to believe the Lord will do it for you. And you just take that faith and stand on those God's promises and believe the Lord will do it. The Lord will do it for you. He can do it tonight. It, it's not hard, it's easy. How easy it would have been for Naaman if he would have just went directly to the Jordan River. It would have been a whole different story. Well, the Lord is patient. The Lord loves us. He works on us. He he gets us where uh, he wants us. So whatever it is tonight, if there's something there that the Lord is requiring of you, something the Lord is asking you to do, just do it. Don't do it. Well, tonight's the best time to do it. So we're going to have a song of invitation, and we're going to invite you to come and pray tonight.